All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I got pretty good feedback on the last video, and I'm going to keep pursuing this form of content. Like I said, it's something I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So I don't know. It just seemed appropriate. But um, I got a few things back that can make the video better. Somebody said that the voice was too low on the podcast, and I ended up listening back to it in my car and I realized, yeah, I was way too low and I could barely even hear it, even when I turned the volume all the way up. And then uh, secondly, the cropping of the video was a little bit off, so it was hard to see what I was actually talking about. So hopefully in this video, it will be a little bit better, but let's just jump right into this, guys. So I watched this episode of You Are Here with Elijah Schaefer and Sydney Watson. It was a show that I just picked up. It's just on my radar about two months ago. It's pretty good. I think that their guests are a little bit annoying sometimes, but nonetheless, I like Elijah. Uh, Sydney's okay. She, I didn't like her at first, but she kind of grew on me and they brought, they bring on guests every single time. Some of them, like I said, I don't really like that much like this girl, uh, Eva Lovia, Lavia, which is apparently a porn star. I recently retired. I've never heard of her, never seen her until this. And I, I, it's kind of interesting because in this entire episode, and I'm going to let the video speak for itself. Obviously I'll put my commentary in this, but basically the ultimate thing that she's talking about is Elijah. So I can frame this conversation before we jump into it. Elijah is anti-porn. He's a strong Christian. He believes that porn is naturally degenerative. He believes that it's addictive. Um, he believes that it's overall very harmful. And Eva, who obviously has a bias because she essentially cashed out in this industry for like seven plus years, believes that porn is not only not addicting, but it's mostly good. And I say mostly good because she does admit that certain aspects of pornography are bad. Like, for example, there are, um, you know, 15, 16 year old, 17 year old girls who get essentially trafficked into doing porn. And then she admits that ba that's bad, but then doesn't go on to admit other things that are bad about it. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. I hope I have everything on. My, it looks like my OBS is on. Not really sure how I can frame this for you guys to make it a little bit easier to watch, but maybe if I just open this up here and do this. Of it, of this, um, this idea of well, how do we get into this mess? Okay, you look around you and we're very clear on what's going on. And I would say a, one of the contributing main issues that's affecting people is pornography. I, I think that the rampant abuse of pornography like of just people being and just constantly consuming it is is one of the factors that is really hurting young men i think young men have i know you you make the argument that there's no addiction to pornography there's not so, there is not before she says what she's about to say there is absolutely a problem with pornography consumption especially in young men men's sexuality is a lot more ramped up because we have unlimited access to unlimited sexual potential because, you know, we're men. We're meant to have tons and tons of babies. That's why we have billions of sperm cells and we can ejaculate every 15 minutes. It's like men now have easy access to pornography and even easier access to ejaculation and chronic masturbation because we have the two put together. Masturbation has always been there, but the pornography and especially the easy access to especially free pornography, that's a relatively new phenomenon. And there is a reason why men are addicted chronically to it now, which this woman is going to go on and cope about it. By the way, I don't like this woman at all. I think she's actually quite vile. Um, she's been in the porn industry for seven plus years and I have a pet peeve with women who go into a degenerative 
act or profession like pornography or OnlyFans or if you can even call, I don't think it's, I don't think sex work is real work. So they go into these professions, right? And then they absolutely cash out on the industry, like make millions, hundreds of thousands, no matter what it is. They just get absolutely plowed for years on end. And then by the end of it, they're like, that industry was bad after they're retired because they're forced to retire because they hit their sexual peak and they start to plummet in that peak. Their sexual market value goes down. They're not able to get as many gigs. And all of a sudden they're like, this industry is actually abusive. Or I'm, I'm a conservative now. Like this girl, she does this where she's this right-leaning conservative podcast host and talks about conservative values and like wanting to start a school after, of course, she cashes out in the industry and, and, and runs away with the pot of gold. Not a single pro professional that will agree. Even the DSM-5, which is your diagnostic manual for psych like psychological that disorders. That doesn't mean anything. Now in 2022, being a professional in like, especially something that's like psychoanalytic, um, the DSM-5 or the DSM, which is basically just like a diagnostic. It's like reporting. I, I did a little bit of research into it. The idea of like a professional researching addiction, especially in pornography or really anything, doesn't mean shit. Because if you look at these psychotherapists, they're like blue haired liberal you know, like I said, in my last episode, like communists that just essentially infiltrated another profession and the same psychotherapists that are like, pornography isn't a problem. Pornography is not addictive. will also tell you that there's like 19 genders. So just keep that in mind. Not there. Like it doesn't but exist. You, but you can be. There's a problem. To, well, well, okay. But I would argue that it is an addiction because you are addicted to the dopamine, even if it's a, like the reason why you might look at it, maybe it's a stress trigger. And I've, and I've looked at studies that there's, you know, there's reasons why people will, for instance, do anything, right? Like some people are not like walking around just being like, I just really need some meth, but then they get into a fight or something happens stressful or at their job. And so then they keep using something triggers an addiction. But wouldn't you still call it an addiction because you're still like needing something to get through something and you're still craving so it. I really like this point that Elijah Schaefer makes about the dopamine. He kind of loses it a little bit uh, and he kind of gets sidetracked by like needing it to like cope with life. And it's like, yeah, people obviously use pornography to like cope with life and it makes them feel good for a few minutes. Ultimately, pornography after ejaculation makes you feel very shameful, very guilty. But what he was really hitting on there, which I really, really liked and I completely agree with him on is that it's the dopamine. Dopamine is a very, very, very powerful um, uh, chemical that's produced within the brain. It's a neurological chemical that's produced when you feel joy or when you feel pleasure, where you eat, you know, uh, good food. It's like a good dopamine release is like similar to doing fucking cocaine. It's actually insane. And, it, you know, it, the reason people don't get addicted to porn in and of itself. It's the porn in combination with the dopamine hit and then obviously like the physical pleasure that you get. You can absolutely get addicted to pornography because of the dopamine, because of that hit that you get. And that is an extremely powerful, potent hit. And a lot of times people become very addicted to it and they almost need it. Like daily, they need to get their hit of dopamine, especially when you're very, you're lacking like meaning and purpose in your life. And you just want like something, you just want to feel a, a little bit of dopamine. You want to feel a little bit better. So of course you're going to do the easiest thing that you can do because you're essentially a chimp trapped in a cage and you're going to beat off. In the, in the book, Bronze Age Mindset, what I'm actually looking at right here, I'll bring it up for you guys. I really doubt I can find it, but in this book, he talks about how um, monkeys, when they are actually locked into cages, will masturbate more because they're not free. And I thought that was a really interesting thing, but this book is called Bronze Age Mindset. It's really interesting, but um, we're going to go ahead and continue this, but great point by Elijah here about getting addicted to the dopamine 100%. 
real quick because i would that's argue that i know get addicted to video games because you have the instant gratification along with the dopamine that comes with getting an instant kill or getting a kill streak or like progressing through a video game it's you're essentially cheating people who are addicted to pornography i know people who casually use it i think the right gets into the point that they think that everybody's addicted to porn mm -hmm. i think some people consume pornography like they drink or things it's a vice for some people mm -hmm. but for a lot of people especially young guys who have low impulse control and old guys alike who especially in puberty consuming pornography during adolescence to me seems dangerous in terms of like because of what you're when you're trying to form normal neural connections of like sex and sexuality you don't this is why i get confused and i want to know so i'm not like trying to shit talk you on the show so i just what want to understand just said here especially about pornography and adolescence is that your brain and I, a lot of you guys can relate to this when you were growing up but your brain as a young person going through puberty where you're starting to discover like your sexuality you're starting to get weird feelings you look at women's butts and hips differently and their breasts and their face and their smells all these neurons are lighting up for puberty and eventually reproduction when you throw something that's as like cancerous and as damaging as pornography into it, it completely destroys any normal sense of sexuality in that person or skews it so dramatically to the point to where they're either confused about their gender, their sexuality, or when it comes to like interacting with a real woman, they just can't do it because they're so used to the fantasy hyper, hyper curated world of pornography that a 13, 14, 15 year old boy addicted to pornography or even who has delved into pornography maybe not to the point of addiction but enough to where it's in his brain it just it just completely messes you up and what elijah is saying here is that he's basically very concerned and yeah he talks about low impulse control which is obviously an aspect of like pornography addiction you're not controlling your impulses same thing that applies to like drinking and smoking drugs you know any other form of like a addictive behavior but yeah it's low impulse control dopamine addiction but what he's really concerned about here is the adolescence being addicted to porn and it's shocking how many parents allow their kids to have tablets and iPads and iPhones and stuff like that without actually putting certain systems in place in order to keep their child from watching and consuming pornography. Like I think Billie Eilish, who's a complete total fucking degenerate too, uh, talked about how pornography ruined her brain and now it com completely skewed her perspective of pornography or, you know, sex and sexuality. Stand your thought process on this. How is that not an addiction if you feel compulsively the need to masturbate and you need to get harder and harder, like your porn gets harder and harder. Well, that's, how is that's that not, not true. That's a myth. So the escalation is absolutely not true. Um, if you're someone that ends, ends up in air quotes watching illegal content, that was the thing that you had always been striving for. And they've done this. They take these people that have, let's that say- That sounds like um, a projection by these psychotherapists, by the way. They're like, if you went into porn and you eventually, and it's funny how she automatically assumes that he's talking about illegal pornography, which he's not talking about. It's funny how she makes that jump immediately but you know this woman's brain has been so absolutely destroyed by the industry that she's automatically going to go to like child pornography and like bestiality or whatever types of legal porn she's talking about but um this thing that she's talking about the escalation already being there because it's like it's like you subconsciously already desired it i don't think that's necessarily true i think it's kind of like steps in pornography where it's like you you're introduced to pornography and then you slowly become more and more curious into what's in the pornography world because either you sought it out and or the algorithm brought it to you because the algorithm knew that you like this or that. But the point is, is like 
the penis and the, the genitals and the dopamine, it's a system. It's a machine. And when you constantly beat off to like the same type of porn, eventually you're just going to get bored of it. Just like anything else, just like any other video game or anything that else gambling, you got to escalate it because you got to get that hit. That hit has to get harder and harder. So what these people who are addicted to pornography do is that they chase that next hit, just like a drug abuser. And the fact that she's saying that escalation isn't true is complete bullshit been found with child pornography and if they feel like they're in a space where they can be honest that was the thing that they had always wanted to go after it just took them a while to actually hit search with that um and then if you also look at these people there's a that's a very dangerous thing to say and i can't really put my finger on it but i i the fact that she's saying that all of these people who are watching child pornography, like she uses child, I figured that she would actually say like child pornography because she said illegal porn. The fact that she says that those people already were going to seek it out before they even started consuming porn is like very concerning to me. It almost is like a projection of like her own shadow, but I, I don't know. It's just, that is a strange thing to say. A lot of antisocial tendencies. So there's already something kind of wrong with their wiring. It's not a normal person. So you can't Obviously say, that's oh, it's true. Like if you're watching child porn or any other like illegal type of pornography or you're engaging that act, obviously something is wrong with your wiring. So I'm not really sure what point she's trying to make here, but I'll let her speak. The porn that did this, like there was a lot of other precursors that led to that really awful thing. Um, and then as far as it being like an addiction, like it, the way that um, I've had. So there's like three active sex researchers in the country right now. It's like a very underfunded, underfunded field. So one of the three basically was explaining that a lot of people think that if you meet it's all of these we need, like researchers to tell us that porn is bad criteria they kind of stack up like a teeter-totter and then if there's enough weight then that means addiction because you have enough of these signs that say so but that's not how we diagnose addiction it has to meet all of the parameters and when it comes to things like gambling or porn addiction or sex addiction it just doesn't hit all of the necessary boxes to be deemed a, um, an, an actual addiction and this is by the professionals this is by the people that once actually again, write the talking about the professionals she's like the perfect once again the professionals tell us that this isn't an addiction the, the fact is is that anything can be an addiction anything that triggers dopamine or like endorphins within the brain and like a pleasure response can absolutely 100 be addictive so the fact that she's saying that it's impossible or very unlikely that people are getting addicted to porn is and i could be misreading this here but that's what it sounds like it, so it sounds like she's saying that you can't get addicted to porn and if you're addicted to porn especially illegal porn that it was just you were wired wrong i don't think that's true that just doesn't make sense DSM-5. So um, is it an issue? Absolutely. I'm not going to deny people struggle with porn, but it's something else. It could be a procrastination issue. It could be an obsession issue. It can be an avoidance behavior. Like maybe you don't want to help your wife take care of the kids and you're like a piece of shit husband and dad. So you go down into the basement and then that's your avoidant behavior. So there's something else that's happening and it's just manifesting in she's, porn. Consumption. She's like throwing out decoys. She's throwing out like little distractions. She's like pornography addiction or you know this or that stems from like avoidant behavior or whatever but what you know obviously like the, the funny thing is is like elijah's just talking about porn addiction here but she keeps bringing in all of these other things avoidant behavior being a deadbeat dad you know um whatever it's like she's not addressing the actual issue here this whole episode is her just completely dodging the question of is a porn damaging and two is it addictive
assumption. So when you have these people, and especially if it's coming from a religious point that they have a reason why they want to censor porn, um, you're focusing in the wrong spot. And when you do that, you're not actually helping the victims. You're not helping uh, trafficking victims. You're not helping these men that have the issue of whatever it is and the reason that they're avoidant or consuming too much pornography. Um, you're going after the wrong beast. So I think that I we're doing this. I don't think you're going after the wrong beast when you, uh, you're, it's, it's hard to follow what she's saying here, but it sounds like what she's saying, and, and you guys can probably judge on your own, Maybe you're listening better than me, but it sounds like when she's talking about pornography and she's talking about like how to combat pornography addiction and like child trafficking and stuff like that, she's saying that like taking porn off the market or like censoring pornography or like keeping it away from people, she's saying that's not helping the victims because you're not going actual actually after the beast. But I would argue that in a certain aspect you are, but that beast is multi-headed. It has like 60 it has like three heads it's like the hydra or whatever it is it has like multiple heads and you're attacking essentially one of the many heads yeah you're not going after the heart i guess but you're definitely going after one of the heads service by not being honest there but you know what i say about psychology what do mm. i always say that it's gay it's cringe and damn gay. it no because i think that i think the experts are wrong here because i think i think there's truth to manifesting they universally agree that i know that but I, I disagree with the universal experts like genuinely i will say they're all wrong because elijah knows because that being an expert in the modern world doesn't mean shit being a professional especially a psychotherapist professional like a practice and you have a clinic you have a practice whatever it is it doesn't mean shit now because it's been infiltrated it's been taken over by jokes you well, I understand what they're saying. Like a genuine, there's a difference between let's just say uh, there's different types of addiction. I know, and there are people who go well. Things are habit forming. Things are this straight up. If you need something to get through, and you have a trigger and a dopamine response, I would consider that to be an addiction because, I, like, I don't, again, I don't exactly. think that everybody going back to the dopamine response here. If you are doing something because you want the dopamine response, and you're doing it daily or often, or you feel like you depend on it, that can classify itself as an addiction. But these fucking psychotherapists think that you have to have X, B, C, D, blah, 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 all marked off and checked off in order for it to be classified as an addiction. I really like Elijah, and I really like the way that he comments on this stuff because he doesn't try to, like, use big verbiage or he's not verbose about it. He's not cocky about it. It's simply a guy. And it kind of, kind of reminds me of Joe Rogan who, who's just curious and he just asks questions and he comes to his own conclusions. And at the, when you have self-knowledge and when you come to your own conclusions about things and you could just look at something, you could look at it face value, you could judge the book by its cover and you could deem something as bad or good and you go with your gut, you're, you're going to be a lot smarter than a lot of these professionals. I've come to realize it's sad, but that's the truth. Who, who has consumed porn is addicted to it. And I do think that there are some, there are very few people. There are people who don't get addicted to a lot of the people who try. I think we were talking about someone who tried heroin or something and they're mm. currently not addicted to it. Okay. So people do currently, but, but <laughs> currently not addicted to heroin. Important qualifier. Yeah. But like, but I don't understand rationally, like genuinely scientifically. And I do understand I'm not a, I'm not a neurologist. I'm not a psychologist, but I feel like I have common sense to where if somebody and you meet people and all the time. And when I say getting harder and harder, I don't think that like people are like, you're looking at porn and then you're looking at someone getting murdered, right? That's live that's live leaks when you're 13. But but I mean like genuinely it's I don't know if I don't know how old you guys are that are listening to this, but I remember being a kid and discovering a website called like Live Leak, which doesn't really exist anymore. It kind of sucks. But I remember being like 13 years old and watching like the most horrific car accident videos or like Afghani beheading videos as like a 13 year old, like sitting in bed eating popcorn. It's just, 
I remember that website and it was, I, it doesn't exist anymore, but it just goes to show you like as a child, if I was able to access live leak and it was like no big deal. In fact, like as I got older, like me and my dad started watching live leaks together, like sending live leaks of like crazy car accident videos or whatever it is to each other. It just goes to show you that like access has only gotten easier. So if a child can access something like live leak 10 years ago, imagine what a child can access now. It's horrendous. It's like you go from maybe being young and just being turned on by seeing boobs, but then now you're watching some like gangbang or something, meaning like you go into more progressive types of I sex. I think that if you're it's like a an young, addiction like, well, pipeline. If you're a young kid, right? Like let's say that you're pre-puberty and you stumble upon some really violent porn. I think it would be insane to not at least say that there's a possibility that that's going to have a negative consequence on that child. I think that's insane to say that that's not a possibility. I'm talking about adults. So if you're an adult, but the problem is, is when you put this in the context of this is like a, this is why I like how Elijah's talking about adolescents, and why I don't like that this lady is just trying to talk about adults. It's because kids access this like nothing. It's super easy. A kid in 2022 can probably access porno. I've never played a switch. I, I promise you that he can access pornography on like his Nintendo switch or like his, his fucking like a PS five or something like that. And she's like, I 100% agree that it can harm kids. And it'd be insane not to say that it would harm kids, but she's like, well, I'm talking about adults. doesn't matter what you're talking about. What's happening is that yeah, it's like whatever, fucking adults. Yeah, they're watching porn. They're they're doing this that. But the problem is you're having kids watch this. So like, let's keep this in the context of adolescents and children, which I'm imagining Elijah will bring it back to. Right, eighteen and up, consenting person, and you start watching porn. Like that's not going to escalate. So that's part of what it, you need to have to have the addiction. So again, I don't know about kids. I don't think any of us do because it's so new. And unfortunately, like we talked about earlier, we're in a live experiment, and you know we're the rats in this situation. Um, I think also when we see like a correlation happening, it's really important under to understand that that's exactly what it is. We can't say causation. So for example, if we look at that study that they did back in the day with cocaine and with rats, we were like, oh, look how addictive cocaine is. These rats so will literally- You could tell this woman has put so much effort into like not answering questions. And I remember doing this sometimes when I got into like debates or when I didn't know what I was talking about. And I remember just try, like trying to find decoys or like things and ways to distract people from the actual question so that you derail them so far of the actual point, which is adolescence and pornography. You derail them so hard that they, the person doesn't even know where to come back to and, or you guys don't know what you're talking about at all. But Elijah's really good at not allowing that to happen. But this is just a distraction. Like what she's saying right now means nothing. It means absolutely nothing electrocute themselves to death to have cocaine they will starve themselves they were they will um give, funny, like, give up talking about kids and how pornography affects them and then all of a sudden she talks about rats and cocaine and electrocution and how like what the heck also look at this woman jesus they'll give up everything that is good for cocaine well, what they ended up realizing is that these rats were taken out of their natural habitat they weren't socialized they weren't having the connections that they normally have they were deprived of all of these necessary stimulus from from their environment so they had to seek out something to feel and i think that that can be what's happening with porn i think porn in this example is like the cocaine in that rat experiment. Yeah, it's a problem and watching it for eight hours a day is a problem, but I don't think it's the root. And I think that we all owe each other to find what that root cause is. Same with the rat. You take the rat Rats? and you put it. I don't understand what you're talking about. 
aren't we aren't we trying what i'm so confused i'm i mean i'm trying not to be mean and i don't want to come off as like bitchy but i'm having a very hard time understanding what she's saying here back with its family outside it doesn't want the cocaine at all but couldn't both be true though like think about this because this is my brain it's like yes so i let's say let's take it like a 12-step program like obviously there's the underlying finding the root of an addiction because if i always joke about this it's like like you'll never see anyone smoke more cigarettes and drink more coffee than probably outside of an aa meeting <laughs> it's like they've swapped which is fine the alcohol was the most damaging part of their lives they've switched for another habit they drink black coffee or whatever and smoke cigarettes chain smoking or something okay well i'm glad that you got the more destructive habit but obviously there's an underlying condition of your forming habits and codependency on stuff and you're looking for something to cope so yes i don't disagree that there's an underlying issue i think it's been well understood that there are triggers that oftentimes lead people to relapse let's say into drinking or into drugs i'm saying i don't think we really have a medical case to say with the way that it works with dopamine that the addiction to pornography is different that's why no one likes to shame an addict for having a struggle no one's like because you're not going oh you're a bad person because you have an issue but can we how could we deny in the current state of the world that people are addicted like if they're okay let me just say this if they're not addicted to porn what what are they with it well so i would elijah does not let this go at all he keeps bringing her back to her point and i told you that she that he would do this he wants her to answer these questions and then she refuses to answer the question so elijah's like well if it's not addiction then what exactly is it and i'm very curious to see what she's going to say here it's probably going to be another decoy i would say first though how is that different than someone who's like quote unquote addicted to social media so you're getting about the same dopamine hit from your likes your comments and swiping they know this like they've monetized you like you are now you would compare social media to porn mm. as that's she just set herself watch she just set herself up here far as the chemical reaction in your brain absolutely and if you compare masturbating to pornography versus sex with a real person sex with a real person it's like fireworks in your brain it doesn't okay. even hold true but also having sex with a real person for a lot of people is very difficult because they're either like socially anxious or isolated because you know their family's afraid of covid or you know they have a twisted sense of sexuality because of pornography and the resources that it takes to get laid I don't understand. This woman's points are very confusing. Hold a candle to watching pornography. So if we're talking about what's more addictive, it would actually be real person-on-person -person sex. But then, so again, okay, this is like a simple economic equation. Yeah, it's like obviously, I guess if you had unlimited access to unlimited women at any point in time, like you had a harem of women. Yeah, obviously, like banging real women is going to be a lot more addictive than watching porn. It's like, what man, what man in his right mind, if I had 30 women around me, it's like, what man would be like, nah, I'd rather watch porn. No, the question isn't about, you know, the, the, the wavies on an addiction meter on this fancy screen. It's about access. It's about how easy it is to access that certain thing. So it's like pornography is very easy to access because it costs no money. You can access it from like any medium now. And it's like, yeah, obviously having sex with real people is probably more addictive, but the question is access. Like that kind of takes the air out of the conversation about it being addictive. It's something else. It's an avoidant behavior in a lot of cases. So again, watching porn to a certain extent is an avoidant behavior because watching porn naturally requires avoidance. Like you're not going to watch it in public. You're not going to necessarily watch it around friends. Yeah, obviously you're going to avoid. It's going to it's going to induce avoidant behavior because it's a shameful act. 
I think if you're I'm on sorry, Instagram, guys, like, for watching, I, I try not to get emotional when watching this and I try not to come off as like bitchy or, or like an attitude, but it's really hard to watch something like this when somebody, their cognitive dissonance, and I'm not trying to come off as like superior intellect. And I understand, I actually feel bad for this woman and I don't know what happened in her childhood or in her adult life to get her to the point to where she needs to safeguard porn and to, you know, essentially defend porn. But I try not to come off as snobby and I'll do a better, I, better. I know it, it makes for good content, but I don't want to come off as like angry, but it is frustrating watching these people kind of do this because they're a symptom of the disease. But you know, it's like, I look at this one, I'm like, man, it sucks to be you. You're defending porn. And at the same time, I'm like you're evil for eight hours a day, that's also a problem. So what can we do? How can we provide a meaningful environment to these people where they don't feel like they have to watch I porn for hours agree. a day? You know, I, I completely agree. It's very unfortunate that we live in a society now where a lot of young men who have amazing potential feel like they have to turn into themselves, play a lot of video games, watch a lot of porn, you know, refrain from hanging out with friends. I agree. I don't think that's how it's supposed to be used. I think it's supposed to be entertainment. I think it's supposed to be like- I'll let her speak. Like, okay, three minutes, whatever it is, and you go on about your day. It doesn't affect your loved one. it's supposed to be like entertainment. She said it's supposed to be like three minutes, but porn is a massive industry. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. It doesn't matter how long or short like each episode or video is. At the end of the day, it's like it's putting a lot of money in a lot of people's pockets. I'm getting kind of tired of talking about this woman and this because it's so easy to kind of deconstruct what she's talking about. Like I said, it's it's clear that she has issues. It's clear that she's coming from like a place of like cope and um, she's made a lot of money from this. And I actually do believe that she believes in what she's saying. I don't think she thinks she's lying, but this is what happens when you have like tons of sex with tons of people. It like skews your view and perspective on life in general. It's not affecting your business. It's not affecting your friends. It's not having any negative consequence. But what's happening is just like social media is they figured out how to monetize you. And that's by keeping you in your chair. So they've, if you look at Pornhub and Netflix, they're almost identical as far as how you scroll and yeah, how you search. And satanic. They're both demonic. It's like the an immense amount of content, right? Like you can't finish Netflix. Like that's impossible. You can't finish Pornhub. It's impossible. So again, it's like, how do we, Some instead of focusing watch me. on like, I don't like porn because it makes me feel icky. It's like, how do we provide an environment for a meaningful life for this person so that it's not a problem for them? And again, I, we're not going to agree, I guess, on the addiction thing, because I, I just don't think that that's real. I think it's something we'll let, else. Uh, Elijah give his little rebuttal to this and then we'll end this. I think 30 minutes is way too long for this. You want to watch the video? It's called uh, Brian Shelter, Big Mad That Trust People, Joe and Bubba watch it it's um pretty good sorry we'll let uh elijah comment and then we'll end this here and then i'll give my final thoughts on a fundamental oh, level miss psychology i'm just wondering <laughs> did you get where i'm coming with this like yeah i, I'm, I'm, I understand I'm, and what i'm not you're trying saying. to be mean i'm just, I'm just like what else listening. could we call it like yeah. I, Again, it would be like poor impulse control. It would be almost like an OCD behavior, like right. So you're there's a compulsion that's happening. Why is that compulsion? That compulsion because it stems from addiction is showing up in a sexual way but that compulsion could also show up for something else so it could actually be the same same issue for someone that is watching eight hours of porn that someone's that's gambling for eight hours it could be the same problem it's just manifesting in a way that is more enjoyable to that person so i'm not so sure if the i think it's an addiction about, uh, yeah i was gonna say like 
I'm just, I'm just I know we disagree on this. I know we disagree on this, but I, I think it's an addiction. But if we're referencing things like the DSM five, where for example, like right, let's I'm take. I'm gonna end that here. If you guys want to watch the rest of their video, you can. It goes on for a while longer, and they have this conversation. It kind of gets tedious. It gets rotational. Like this girl Eva comes back to the same thing where she tries to obscurely reference some like fancy professional scientist person about how this scientist says that it's not an addiction. And then uh, Elijah goes, yes, it is an addiction. And here's why. And he makes really good points. And then Eva doesn't make good points. And it's just, uh, it's kind of exhausting to watch, but I don't know. So in summary, yeah, I think porn is a huge problem. I think it's very damaging to your life. I think that it can hold you back, not only neurologically, like I feel like it fucks with your neurons, and your sexuality and the way that you view sex and yourself and other women or other men or no matter what it is. But also at the end of the day, you have to remember that there's an entirely new generation of young people coming up that have unlimited access to pornography. And I can't help but like be at a park and school gets out at these parks or high schools or our middle schools. And I look at everyone's bodies and they're all like frail and weak and they're covered in masks and they're like antisocial. You don't really see groups of like young people walking around anymore. And it's like, is that solely because of porn? Obviously not. There's a lot of other aspects that go into that type of degeneration. But like I said, uh, pornography is just one of the many symptoms of the overall disease. And the overall disease is like degeneracy. So and when I say degeneracy, I don't mean like the meme degeneracy. I mean actual de degeneration of like humankind, like people getting weaker, um, people becoming enslaved, people uh, becoming more stupid, less fit. Like I don't mean like the meme, like, oh, you degenerate. Sometimes I do. But um, yeah, you know, Elijah, to summarize also, Elijah asks the question, is pornography addictive? He, he says yes, and here's why. And he's right. Pornography is extremely addictive because of the dopamine and the endorphins that come along with it. And the easy access to pornography, sexuality is imprinted in your brain. You want to be sexually active. So you pseudo sexualize yourself through pornography instead of like going out and spending the resources to have sex with real people. Um, it's, it's bad and it's only getting worse, but I do think that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you were to ask me if I could right now delete porn off of the internet forever, like if I had a button that just deletes all pornography websites off the face of the earth, I would say yes. I would say yes, absolutely. I don't know what the consequences of that would be because it would create a vacuum and something would inevitably take its place. Something may be worse, but I have a hard time believing it would be worse. That's just a fun little mind game to play. But, you know, don't watch porn, guys. It'll fuck up your brain. It fucks up your system. You're beaten off every day. It damages your testosterone levels, um, kills your libido, causes erectile dysfunction, all sorts of bad stuff. I've been wanting to make a video on porn consumption and why it's bad for you for a long time. So I guess this will suffice. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this video and I will see you for the next one. See ya.